G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Garen, good morning to you, sir. Um, welcome into the show. Very busy weekend morning, you've sir. got. Four morning, meetings that I can count up. Yeah, yeah for Ashburton, uh, Alexandra Park, Invercargill, and Waikoiti as well. Beautiful. Mate, looking, looking forward to it, Smithy. And it'll be on the tools tomorrow morning with Luke Radich as our guest on the mail run, because... Our good friend Louis still on holiday. So, yeah, we've got gallops, harness, lots of things going on. And tomorrow night, there's actually a huge meeting at Menangle. But, Smitty, the key feature of the weekend is the fact tonight at Alexandra Park and race eight, we see the return of South Coast Arden. And then tomorrow, we see the return of Spankham. Now, both horses are absolute top class. They've both won the New Zealand three for all before and are expected to be in the new slot race at Cambridge, the race, for $900,000 on April the 14th. But they're going to start needing to race and get fit and start winning. Tonight for South Coast Arden, it's tricky. He's off a 20-metre handicap over 2,200 metres. It may not sound like a lot, but his rivals will know he's back there. They'll step and they'll run hard, Smitty. Tomorrow... Spankham's in a different situation. He's in a mobile mile, but he's likely to go back at the start and not use his gate speed because it's his first run for the campaign. Trainer Mark Purden very open in the media this week and saying, look, we're not sure he's ready to win. He's close enough, but we're not sure, so we're not going to drive him as we usually do at the front end of the field. Tricky time of the year to bet Smithy when these horses are coming back and they've got bigger goals, but... Um, they're still so good, they're going to be favourites. So, yeah, interesting for South Coast Arden tonight. The start will be crucial with Spankham tomorrow uh, on rating him a no bet horse. So, Mick, I'm very fascinated about uh, this event called the race on April the 14th. Uh, how many horses will eventually be in that field? Uh, how many are in so far, do we know? Um, there's 10 horses will start, Smithy, 10 slot holders, including, of course, um, this radio station, SCNZ, supporting New Zealand Racing again. They have a slot, and they have secured in their slot the hot favourite, self-assured, so very smart manoeuvring by them. There'll be two, uh, ten horses in the race, two already there, self-assured and Pembroke Playboy, who I think can win that race tomorrow at Ashburton, the Spankham race. But I do think that South Coast Arden and Spankham are both certain to get in because their connections, their owners, their group of owners, have purchased slots in that $900,000 race. I think there'll be a signing this weekend, which will be released on Tuesday. A very high-profile New Zealand horse will be signed by an overseas major company. And then the horse trading, excludes the pun, will start some of these. There's people offering people their slots, people saying, do you want to come to the race? How much of the percentage of the money do we get each? Very, very technical stuff. I would say some of the five slots are gone. There's two Australian mm. horses who are potential or even likely to come. So maybe there's three or four more spots, and I would say about eight or ten horses who want them. So what's the stake, Mick? What's it worth to win? 
900,000. Smithy is the overall stake. Um, the winning stake is actually 440 grand, and it's going to raise to a million next year. And then the year after, it's going to be 1.1 million. So it's been a huge, huge thing for harness racing. And some people would say, well, the money's not coming out of harness racing coffers. Smithy, you, or the people listening to this show, or even me, aren't going to care where the money comes from. The fact that it's a slot holder's race and that money is put forward by big business is largely no different really to the Magic Millions or even the Karaka Million. Those races are technically paid for by everybody who buys a horse and then the money just goes back to the people who win. This time there's just yeah. fewer people who are paid for the slots and uh, I think it's a great concept. It's listen up this weekend because we're talking about it already. Uh, it is and, and uh, just uh, getting back to the stake which means uh, it looks like you're going to pay a long way down uh, in that. Uh, yeah, you do. You pay, you pay, a slot costs $75,000, but even if you finish last, that horse gets 37500 back. So no one can lose too much money. And, and commercially, it's probably um, tax deductible as a marketing expense for most of the businesses involved. But more importantly, it just gives us a centrepiece to, to the autumn, gives us a reason to, you know, something to aim at. I mean, all major sports, racing, whatever, need those things to aim at. Otherwise, it's just a meandering series of events. So I think it's really cool. That's actually, actually the centrepiece of a $1.5 million autumn carnival with the Auckland Cup and the Messenger and the Taylor Miles Smithy. So harness racing's been through some tough times. Um, they've had, yeah. they, like all of us have with COVID, but they've also lost some market share because the gallops is becoming so big. But this is what they need to reinvigorate the industry. Uh, and I think well done to David Branch and his team at Cambridge. It may not be a mega event this year because of the red light settings. We know that. There will still be people on track and pods, but it'll grow smoothly. It'll be a very, very big deal next year and the year after. Well, Mick, uh, you've got uh, a busy weekend uh, following the harness, but of course the gallops as well. So tell us what uh, you're up to this weekend in terms of what we can hear here on SENZ, please. By 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, the mail run. Myself and, as mentioned, Luke Raddich will be our guest. We've got, here's one for you, Smithy. You'll love this. We have our owner of the week segment where we talk to an owner of a racehorse. Tomorrow morning, it's Marty Banks, Hollander's first five, who owns Bowden Well with James, James Marshall and, <laughs> and Bowden Barrett. So they own a horse together who's racing tomorrow at Mother Mother. So Marty Banks, who's had a fascinating life, like me, he's a West Coast boy. He obviously has won a super rugby title. He's played rugby in Japan and he loves his horses. So he's coming on at nine mm -hmm. o'clock to talk to us about that. We're going to talk to a few of the vendors at the sales the sales at Caraca are on and starting in uh, 10 days' time. We're going to talk to them about what it's like preparing horses for the sale, what the challenges have been like under COVID. We're also going to talk to, um, to Jamie Richards, of course. He's got a huge team tomorrow. Alan Sharrick, Matt Cameron. We're going to talk to some of the people to try and find you a winner. And then at 12 o'clock on Sunday... Greg O'Connor and I wrap up the Harness Racing Weekend, talk to some drivers, try and find you some winners, talk about the race, where everything else is going, where the pieces are on the chessboard. That's noon on Sunday. But join us tomorrow morning, Smithy, at 8 o'clock for the mail run. As I said, it should be a bit of fun talking to Marty Banks about rugby, racing, and probably not beer. No, probably not beer, but uh, I would imagine uh, it'd be good to have a chat to over a beer. Okay, when you're talking to Alan Sharrick, he had a winner um, yesterday, a horse by the name Just Fix It, Would You? Just Fix It, Would You? See if you can get out, uh, get it out of him why he named that horse that way.
Just fix I, it, all, would you? I, I um, already know the answer to that, Smithy. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to getting it out of him tomorrow because, as you know, when you even talk to Alan Sherrick, one thing you always get is blunt honesty. That'll be on the mail run tomorrow. He'll be on about 8.40 in the morning. Taranaki Truth. Good on you, Mick. Uh, look forward to you. all your good work over the weekend. Have a great time. Thanks, Smithy. Same to you, brother.